Yo, what's up? I'm Andrew Mayock from the Sexual Quantum Leap Podcast. I'm going to make you the best a woman has ever had inside and outside the bedroom. We're making men men again and we're going to leave women better and wetter. And who's going to help me do that today? It is Gabriel Gray. What's up, everyone? Thanks for having me, Andrew. So if you don't know who he, who Gabriel is, go check out the previous podcast where he is the man who's mastered dating and he's been looking into this for over 10 years and he's one of my mentors and I'm bringing him on. So if you're just tuning in for the first time, welcome. And if this is like you've been listening for a lot of times, I feel sorry for you, but I also am super excited to be having Gabrielle really break down about how to get sexual with a woman like on a date or how to get sexual with a woman like who you've just met and do it in a like flowing and smooth possible way. Because some guys just like they go over the top and they go, you know what, they make it too sexual too quickly and the girl gets really uncomfortable or they're not sexual enough. So they basically get put in the friend zone and they don't have the women that they want and they don't have the sexual experiences that they want. Now, with that all being said as well, um, if you want to know how to give women multiple orgasms with your hand, what you can do is you can go over to sexualquantumleap.com and you can go download the free pussy massage guide and you can give women multiple orgasms with your hands tonight. But before we even know how to do that, Gabriel is going to teach us how to get sexual with a woman before we even get her to the bedroom so she's so comfortable and she's like saying, fuck me, I can't wait to have a great sexual experience. So Gabriel, thank you for being here again and I'm so looking forward to this episode. Awesome stuff. Yeah, thanks for having me again, Andrew, and very excited to give value to your audience. Yeah, man. So what's the best way like, because I know some guys like they're, they're too afraid to get sexual or they go over the top and getting sexual. I know you've got like this thing about like a ladder of like building mm. up and that progression. I'd love yeah. you to break that down. Okay, awesome. So basically... Um, the way I see it is because I remember when I was starting out and guys, I would hear certain advice like be sexual and I would think in my head, how do you do it? What do I say? What do I think? What needs to be done? How do I touch the girl? What does be sexual actually mean? So it didn't actually make sense for me. It almost was the same as just be confident. It's great advice being confident. There's nothing actually wrong with being confident. It's actually very, very good advice. The only thing is it's not practical. How do you be confident? There needs to be steps. So when it comes to being sexual, okay, you need to look at it. Let's break it down. Like for guys to be sexual, the first thing you need to understand is what are your verbals? Okay, because verbals are the easiest things to learn. Okay, if you don't know what to do, or you don't know how to do it, or you don't know your body language, that's secondary. The first thing to learn is what do you say to the girl to be sexual. So let's break this down. Because you might think, okay, what is being sexual? Do you just walk up to the girl and say, like, hey, sexy? Um, do you just talk about having sex with her? And what you need to understand is there is a progression. There's a ladder. And the way I see it is there's different steps in this ladder. And you keep going higher and higher. You start out by level one of the ladder is calling the girl cute, okay? This is very, very um, almost 0% sexual tension, but you're starting out. You tell her that she's cute. And this, this could be in conversation, oh, I just realized that you're very cute, okay? Or, oh my God, you're so cute. Okay, that's level one. Level two, telling her that she's very attractive. Attractive is one step higher than calling the girl cute, so it's a little bit better. And you just do this in conversation. Level three telling her that she's sexy, using the word sexy, now all of a sudden it starts a little bit of sexual tension. Um, oh my God, you're actually super sexy, okay, whatever it is. Level four is talking about her overall body. Oh my God, you have an amazing body, you must do yoga or something. Oh my God, like your body is just absolutely insane. Level five is specific body parts. 
you have amazing legs. Like, I just can't stop staring at your legs. Okay? Level six is sexual body parts. Your lips are absolutely amazing. I just, I'm just thinking about kissing you right now. Okay? Level seven is overall sex. Okay? I'm thinking what I would do to you right now if I was alone with you in the bedroom. Now, the thing that you need to understand, I just gave you a, a verbal escalation ladder, how to escalate verbally. Now, what you need to understand, if you start off at level seven, obviously some girls will be uncomfortable. But that doesn't mean that level seven is bad. It just means that you need to progress. And also what you need to understand with this verbal escalation ladder, the higher you go up from level one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, the higher you go up verbally, the more tension is being created. Mm. Okay? So when I'm telling her that she's cute, there's no tension. When I'm telling her that she's sexy, I mean, there's like 1%, 2% tension. When I start talking about her specific body parts, her overall body or her sexual body parts, there's more tension being created. Because there's more tension being created, what you need to understand is the sexual tension is actually good, but you do not want sexual tension to become discomfort. If sexual tension is becoming too much for the girl, where it's actually now breeding discomfort, that's bad. So it's your job to build up the tension by going through the escalation ladder, but it's also your job to release the tension. How do you release tension? The best way is through humor. So I might say to the girl, you know what, um, you have amazing lips, I can't stop staring at them, I really want to kiss you right now. And I could see that the tension being created is good, but she's getting a little bit uncomfortable, now I'll break it off with humor. But why are you even giving me these naughty thoughts? Like you first need to take me on five dates. This is not going to happen. You need to slow down. Okay, don't try. You can't make a move on me. Everyone, she's trying to kiss me. Okay, whatever it is. Now, you need to understand I'm breaking the tension through humor. Okay, so it's very important. You keep going up the escalation ladder. By going up the escalation ladder, you're increasing sexual tension. By increasing sexual tension, if you do it too much and you're not calibrated to the girl, the sexual tension can become discomfort. For some girls, I don't break the sexual tension ever. For other girls, I break it very quickly because it becomes discomfort and I keep going up and down that verbal escalation ladder. How do you know when it's discomfort? You can just basically, dude, that's fucking insane, by the way. <laughs> like, yeah, I like the ones like, be confident, be sexual. It's like, what the fuck does that mean? It's like yeah. you're going on a date and like, that is now you've got some tangible stuff to take away and we're like five minutes into this podcast. So, mm. geez. Um, yeah, how, how do like, like, there's so many questions going through my head, man. Like, how do you know, like, if you're making the woman feel uncomfortable or you're mm. holding that tension, I know that'll take a lot of time to understand, but what was the big thing? So the big things, firstly, um, that guys need to look for is nonverbal and verbal signs of disinterest. If a girl is uncomfortable, verbally it's always easier to pick up because they're giving ov uh, obvious signals. If they, say, if they say something like, slow down there, or no, this is not going to happen, or I just met you, or you're too fast, or especially if they give you hardcore disinterest where they say something like, um, you know what, I've got a boyfriend, and you're still trying to keep going with your verbal, verbal escalation ladder, they're becoming a little bit uncomfortable. So if they give you strong disinterest, that's obviously easy to understand by all of us. But if they give you subtle disinterest, let's say they say something like, well, um, like slow down there, buddy, or this is not going to happen just yet. The first thing you need to understand is if the girl releases first, you're actually losing a lot of power. I always want to release before she releases. So imagine if I say to her, you know what? I'm thinking of kissing you. You have amazing lips. Like I just can't stop thinking about kissing you. Instead of waiting for her to say, slow down there, that this is not going to happen just yet, maybe later. I don't want her to have all the power. I actually want to, t to release. I actually want to say to her, 
you know what? Slow down there. This is not going to happen yet. I know you're trying to kiss me, but maybe later on. So I'm actually always in control. I always have the power. But the thing is, I want to release first. But also what I want to be focused on is, is she giving me this interest? Is she moving back? Is she looking away? Is she still holding eye contact or did she break it? So I'm also looking at nonverbal disinterest, her eye contact. Did she break it? Okay, that's a good sign of disinterest. Is she looking away? Is she not facing me anymore? Is she not squared up anymore? Does she take a step back? Is she starting to um, verbally give me this interest? All of these signs of disinterest, I will stop what I'm doing on the verbal escalation ladder and now go into more comfort. And then when you go to comfort, make them more comfortable about what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, then you'd go back to more sexualization. Exactly. So some girls, maybe level two or three is too much for them. Mm. Some girls, you call them sexy and that's, that's extreme, extreme sexual tension for them. If you go all the way to talking about sex, now it's actually creepy. It's actually uncomfortable for them. So some girls t- calling her sexy is insane for her. Other girls, you can go all the way up to level seven talking about sex in a few minutes. So it's really calibrating to the girl. But again, if I tell her that she's sexy and it becomes a little bit uncomfortable for her, she's giving me this interest, then I take a step back, I do other things, I create comfort, I create connection, then I go back and I remember, okay, Gabriel, you were on level three, try go to level four, let's see how she responds. That's some crazy shit. When, when I'm talking to Gabriel about this shit, it's like, and I know I get a lot of like analytical guys like yourself um, who are like, like more so lawyers, um, mm. they're accountants, they're engineers they love the sequence i'm really loving the sequence and some guys like fuck that's absolutely incredible now when they're on a date like is this the same for like a date and when you meet a woman in the per in person yes so the way i see it 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 is the same and what i want to clarify is i'm not just saying the lines of oh hey there you're cute hey there you're attractive level three hey there you're sexy and it's it's like a little stack or like a routine Mm. and like hey there i like your body okay i also want to kiss you okay i also want to sleep with you Mm. of course i'm not doing it like that but each each level in the ladder i'm maybe going deep into it so calling her sexy i'm telling her why i think she's sexy i'm telling her what's sexy about her Mm. i'm staying on that level for a while i'm recalling i'm saying you know i find you sexy what do you think about that Okay, yeah. And then when I go to specific uh, overall body parts, um, you have an amazing body. What, uh, what do you do? Do you do yoga? How did you get that body? Let's talk about that for an hour. Let's talk about that for five hours. Mm. So on a date, I could be speaking about, even though I'm saying you've got an amazing body, but what did you do to get, to get it? Now I'm talking about her hobbies and stuff, but it's all under the frame of, remember, I think your body's fucking sexy. So on a date or stuff, um, I'll be speaking a th- uh, about things around the specific level in the, the ladder, but it's always framed behind that level, but I still can speak about anything. I could speak about now her hobbies, her passion, uh, like what she does fitness-wise, but she always remembers, and I might even remind her, okay, so that's how you got the sexy body. Mm. So I'm always basing it on the escalation le- uh, levels. Yeah, what do you see a lot of guys fuck up with? They just go to a level too quickly or they stay at a level too long? Um, Yeah, so there's a few things. I think guys, number one, they fuck up by just trying to go to level seven straight away with every girl, Mm. just speaking about sex too quickly and she's not comfortable. And number two is guys don't know how to start it off. So they'll say, Gabriel, how do I go sexual? And lots of guys will say, okay, well, tell her that she's sexy. And then they'll say that she's sexy. And then they'll say, okay, I told her that she's sexy, but now what? What do I do next? Mm. What do I do after that? So it's either going too far or it's just not knowing where to go next. 
Yeah, I think I've done that a lot. That's why I wanted to bring Gabriel. I've gone way too sexual, way too much. <laughs> and then girls be like, yo, it's too much, buddy. Well, I'm not like that. I'm, mm. um, you're just advancing like way too much. Like, let's just take things slow. And then all of a sudden, you're like, you're, you've lost the frame. And then all of a sudden. But then also I got a question for you for this. You say I go like too heavy sexual, then all of a sudden she knows my intent. But then you're saying I could blow it out potentially mm. and then she might not be into me. So exactly. So the, the drawbacks, there's, pos- there's pros and cons of going too sexual. You go too sexual, the pros are okay, she sees me as a possible sexual threat, a possible sexual mate. This guy's a sexual being. He's confident. He's going for what he wants. He's, uh, he's willing to sexualize. He's willing to, he's, not, he's comfortable with sex. But the cons are, okay, he's doing too much and I feel like I'm just the next girl. He's just trying to get sex from me and I'm just going to be another girl that he's trying to get sex from. He just cares about sex and my body instead of getting to know me as, a, as, as my personality. I want him to be won over by my personality, not just because, oh, I'm just the next girl for him to sleep with. Ah, uh, cool. What about this, man? So you're on a date and stuff like that. Can we, can we talk about like a process of going through a date? Like yeah. you meet a chick and then you're like, fuck, how can I get sexual on this date? And then like, all right, we're going to get back to our house. Like we want, actually be really cool to talk about a progression through that. Yeah, one. for sure. So obviously what I've mentioned so far in this podcast is the verbal escalation ladder. There's also the physical escalation ladder. So what you need to understand is lots of guys, they will go on a date with the girl they haven't touched her. They haven't touched her at all. And then all of a sudden they try to get her home. They still haven't touched her. And it's a bit weird. It's a bit awkward because they haven't even touched the girl. What you need to understand is just like verbal escalation, there's also a physical escalation ladder. You need to start touching the girl. And this can start off slowly on the date in the beginning. Okay, what do I mean? You start off with plausible deniability. Hey there, high five or whatever, just a hug. Like, oh my God, that's super cool. Um whatever, and you give her hugs, you give her high fives, because slowly she's getting comfortable with your touch. The way I look at it is you start off plausible deniability touch, then you go to romantic touch, then you go to sexual touch. So it's a ladder. Plausible deniability, romantic, sexual. So what do I mean by this? Plausible deniability, there's a reason behind your touch. If the girl's thinking about it, why is this guy touching me? There's always a reason that comes to her mind. So He's touching me, oh, because he's half-fiving me. He's touching me, oh, because he gave me a hug from what I just said. He's touching me because he's looking at my bracelet. She understands it. That's step one in the ladder, plausible deniability. Step two, romantic touch. I don't mean romantic in terms of the Hollywood sense. I mean romantic in terms of if she now knows, if you're touching her, there's no reason behind the touch besides that you like her. So let's say you're just holding her hand. In her head, there is no reason at all why you're holding her hand. There's no plausible deniability. He's not holding my hand because he's looking at my bracelets, because he's um, looking at my earrings. The only reason he's holding my hands is because he likes me. So you go from plausible deniability, there's a reason behind your touch, all the way to romantic touch, which is there's no reason behind your touch besides for the fact that you like her. This is probably you just holding her hand while you're talking to her. This is you just maybe stroking her leg. There's no reason for you to do it besides for the fact that you like her. Then you go into the third step. So remember, plausible deniability, there's no reason behind the touch. Romantic, there's a reason behind the touch, which is you you like her. And then sexual, which is now you start to sexualize the touch. So this is obviously slower. You go into sexual spots, maybe the back of her neck, the side of her neck, all of these types of things. And I progressively do this throughout the date. So I start off very plausible deniability. I go to, okay, I'm just holding her hand now while I'm talking to her. Maybe she'll even say, look, you're just holding my hand. What's going on here? No, it's just that I like you. Okay, and I'm just holding her hand while I'm talking to her. 
And that sets the frame of, okay, physical touch is happening, but it's not sexual. All I'm doing is holding her hand, maybe caressing her fingers a little bit, but it's not sexual at all. Okay, and then eventually I'll start going to sexual. What do I mean by going to sexual? I mean going to sexual spots, maybe her neck. I'm not really going to erogenous zones, obviously, in public, but I'm going to her neck and all of those type of places. So I progressively do this all the time in an interaction as well as the verbal escalation. And I'm doing this all the time. It's not just that I do it once and then I stop. I'm doing it throughout. I'm doing it while I talk to her, while I'm telling her that she's super sexy. I'm holding her hand. While I'm getting to know her and she's telling me about her childhood, I'm just holding her hand for no reason. In her mind, the only reason is, oh, this guy obviously likes me. And what most guys do is they go from plausible deniability to sexual. So they go from, okay, this guy's touching me because of a specific reason. He's touching me because he's looking at my bracelets, because he's looking at my necklace, um, whatever, because he's high-fiving me. I understand why he's touching me. And then they go to sexual and but it's they skipping a step. They're skipping the step of just touching her because you like her. So I'm I'm, I'm going from um, because guys skip that step. This specific step is I like you because of your personality. I'm just holding your hand. It's not sexual. I'm just holding your hand because I like you. And then when I go sexual after that, I don't get objections of hold on, what do you like about me? Or So specifics, you're breaking down specifics about what you like about her. Exactly, and I'm okay. just also physically escalating, I'm just holding her hands. Yeah, cool. Yeah, man, I used <laughs> to do this, tell me, like, I used to like um, go on dates with girls and if I'd see them, like, I'd walk up to them and I'd just like look, like, I'd pause and like look them up and down, I'm like, damn, you yeah. are fucking gorgeous. I'm like, you are really, like, you look really sexy. I'm like, I can tell you put in a lot of effort to address what you, like, put on what you're wearing. And then I'd like grab her hand and lead. And sometimes that'd be like too much or sometimes it wouldn't be enough. And I'm like, why you grab my hand? I'm like, I'm a romantic type of guy. And mm. then just lead from there. Yeah. I mean, there's also so many things that I haven't discussed. There's the nonverbals, which is mm. obviously eye contact and also delivery. When I'm going sexual, so right now I'm ingenuine. The way I'm speaking in this podcast is very genuine. When I go sexual, um, so again, playful, genuine, sexual. When I'm going sexual, I'm changing my vibe, I'm changing my delivery. Not just am I changing my content, I'm also changing my delivery. So instead of just speaking like this in a genuine way, now I start speaking like this, way more sexual. The sexy Gabriel <laughs> and, voice. <laughs> and, and let's actually break it down. What's going on? I'm speaking slower. I'm speaking softer. I'm holding eye contact. And I'm delaying, I'm progressively delaying certain words. It's longer words. So that's actually what's going on. So that's another um, element. Yeah, awesome, man. Yeah, there's, there's so much this. Mm. And then, so guys, the thing is, a lot of guys get so nervous. And you want to break this down. They, they got the girl back to the bedroom. They go, oh shit, now I have to like deal with um, being sexual. But do you believe this? It's like the sexuality is set up before they're at the house. When they get to the house, it should be a smooth process. Instead of dealing with, we can just say like they get like, they feel like the girl is like, you can tell that she wants to, but she's like giving a little bit like maybe a resistance because she might she might really want to have sex, but she doesn't want to be judged for like being a slut or that mm. like her friends might know. If you want to break a little bit of that. that yeah. So that's where it's important in terms of, I do a lot of things because firstly, the more comfortable you are in your sexuality, the more comfortable you are speaking about sex, the more she's going to realize, okay, this is normal for him. He doesn't mm -hmm. judge it. He doesn't judge this area. And she's used to, I mean, you might not understand this listening to this, but most guys 
don't speak about sex. They make it very uncomfortable for the girl to speak about sex. They judge a girl for doing it, whether it's conscious or unconscious. There's a lot of judgment. So lots of things that I'll do, not just obviously speak about sex, show her that I'm comfortable about it, get her to speak about it, show her that I don't judge, get her to open up. I also will tell her certain types of stories to show that I don't judge. Let's say something like, um, just like a little quick one, for example, um, like the other day my best friend, she called me, and this is all a true story. So the other day she called me, and but this happened months ago, but I'll say this to the girl. So the, the, the one of my good friends, she called me, and she had just finished a date with this guy, this random guy that she met. And she went home with him, and it was, she was having lots of fun. She liked this guy and everything, and she was telling me how much she enjoyed this guy. But she said when she started taking her clothes off, because she's got a little bit of a scar, she saw that the guy gave her a look, and she actually felt uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And she phoned me, and she called me, and she says, um, look, I didn't feel good. Like, even though I like this guy, I had to leave. And she asked me for advice and things like that. And I said, look, there was nothing that you did wrong. He saw something about your body, and there's nothing wrong with your body. He saw something and he judged you for it. You shouldn't be with him in the first place. You actually got saved there because of how weird he was. You're lucky because you shouldn't be the type of girl that you are, an amazing girl. You shouldn't be with a guy that judges you or judges your body or judges a scar. Everyone's got a beautiful body. So you shouldn't be with someone like that. And I'll tell this to other girls so they, so they can see he gets it. He understands it. He understands because they also have parts of their body that they uh, and they have self-conscious, they're self-conscious about. And when I say this, like, and I'll even say to her, like, um, I'll even talk to the girl in front of me and say, how weird was it that that guy would judge something? Like, for me, I know that every girl's got, she's got amazing, uh, every girl has uh, different parts of her body that she loves and doesn't like, mm. and what their flaws are make them who they are. And I'll tell this exact story, maybe in a lot deeper and, and talk about it a lot more, to girls. And what's the purpose of this? They realize, okay, he gets it. He doesn't judge. He understands. He actually frowns upon guys that judge. Yeah. Scars are stories and scars are sexy. I usually bring that one up as well. Mm. Yeah, man. It's so important. So when the girl's at your house, you can see like, if you want to talk about that, like when girls get to your house, sometimes they're a little bit nervous. Yeah. And you want to break that down because I've seen that man, like I'd love to get your opinion, but it's just like, fuck, it feels like they have to do something or like shit's going to get real and they, they really want to. But what's some good ways to get a woman like so sexually aroused before the date? So you've said all that stuff on the date. Yeah, have you gone to like level seven on the date? Um, you can. Sometimes. You or can. sometimes you could go like level three and four. Then it goes um, at your house. Yeah, it always depends on the girl. But definitely at your house, there's a few things to understand. So the first thing you need to understand mindset wise, because lots of guys are freaking out in their head. What happens if she doesn't like me? What happens if she rejects me? All of this stuff. You need to realize she wants sex as much as you. Mm-hmm. Okay, she just wants to feel comfortable. Of, of course, she wants to feel comfortable. She wants to be in the right headspace. But she wants it as much as you. And she's there because she likes you. She could easily not be there. So she's there because she likes you. But now it's your job to lead it properly, lead it effectively so that she's still comfortable. So one thing that you need to understand is women to a degree are very much like cats. So you put a, you put a cat inside your house, you'll see that the cats will want to look at all the different rooms. He'll go check out. He wants to know what's, what's everywhere, what's going on. So what you need to do is most guys, they bring a girl into the house and they sit down in the lounge area and that's it. What you need to do is straight away always give them a tour. This is this room, this is that room, there's not, nothing weird going on, nothing creepy happening in that room. I give them a full tour and what do I do in this tour? Usually 90% of the time, I take them to the so-called seduction location, which is my room. I take them to my room during the tour and then I take them away mm. uh, out of the room. So what do they see that's going on there? 
This guy brought me to a place where sex could happen and he still didn't do anything, so the comfort levels increased. He brought me to a place where he could have made a move on me, even if I, I wasn't too comfortable. He could have done something, but he chose not to. He didn't, so her comfort levels go up. And I might even say something. I bring her, show her all the different rooms, and then I show her my room, and I'll say, don't get any ideas yet. I first want to get to know you. Okay, mm. So then we go all the way back up, and then we have a drink. But now she's more comfortable. She's seen the house. She's seen my room. She's, there's not weird things going on. And also what you need to understand is I'm not desperate for an outcome. If sex doesn't happen, that's okay. I, I just know that the more I get to know, know a girl, naturally it's going to happen at some point. If it doesn't happen that night, I'm not going to be butthurt or frustrated or angry ever because I understand the girl might just not be ready. She's not in that headspace. That's fine. I don't need to force her or push her to do anything. I would never do such a thing. So I get her comfortable with the situation and then slowly – I will start to sexually escalate more, physically escalate as well, verbally escalate, and see how she responds. I'm always looking, how does the girl respond? How is she giving any type of resistance? And if she gives any type of resistance at all, even 1%, you stop. You stop what you're doing. You keep talking to her. You create comfort. You can try again later on. But you never do anything if a girl's not 100% comfortable with you. Yeah, I like that what you said about the room as well, man. Taking them to the room. Because a lot of guys think, take them to a room and then all of a sudden it's on and then the girl's like, oh, fuck. It has to, it has to, we have to do something right now. Like I used to take girls, man, to my room and then like show them something in my room, like show them like an ornament or something so they get comfortable mm. being in my room. But it's like, hey, I'm not going to be that dude. And I like how you like pulled it back. It's all about, I like what Gabriel said. It's, it's all about the comfortability of the woman. And the thing is, it's going to happen. And when you take off that like pressure as well, it's like, if she likes you and you make her feel comfortable, that comfortability is the first thing for her getting fucking wet. Yeah, and even like in terms of other stuff for comfort, like lots of guys, they will bring a girl home and their place looks like a dungeon. It looks like a prison. It's dark. <laughs> the, there's no lights on. Well, you need to understand, you need to set yourself up for success. Um, have Like if you go on a date, expect that you bring the girl home. If you don't, it's okay. You can. Uh, there's nothing bad about it. You don't have to get angry. But you keep the lights on so when she comes home, she's not thinking look, what's going to happen to me? Is he going to do something to me that I don't want him to do? It needs to be light. It needs to be easy for you. As you get in the house, how easy and quick is it for you to do, put music on? Does it take you 30 minutes to organize the music? It should be a little simply one click. Okay, You have to have all these things set up. And Why are you having music? Why are you having lights? It's all to make her feel comfortable. Okay, This is all for the girl. Even if you're thinking, oh, I don't like music uh, at home. I don't like the lights being on. It's not for you. Okay, you could be comfortable in your house without lights, but this isn't for you. This is for the girl. Mm. Yeah, I love it. And the thing is, yeah, you're right. It's like taking that outcome, it's going to happen. If she feels safe, number one, safety, if she feels safe and she feels that she can trust you and she goes, oh, okay, I don't have any pressure, she's going to be like, when are we going to do this? She's going to start moving on you as well. Not saying that you don't lead the interaction as well, like big, big part, do you agree? Or mm. on yeah, that 100%, well? yeah. But then like you can like chill out a little bit. Like sometimes I like, I like to start, man, and this, this is what you do. I kind of like sit on the couch a little bit of away from her, just showing, mm. hey, take your space, do what you need, look around the house. And yeah, I, I'm doing the tour as well. It's such a fucking amazing thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, um, again, it's always good to, it's hard to have too much comfort. Like, especially if you if you're doing the right things, if you're sexual, on the dates and all of those things, by having comfort, it's, it's always going to be better. So, you know, you take her to the, the room. You don't have to get in your head like you have to escalate straight away as she walks in. No, she sits down. You can sit down next to her, like apart from her, away from her, put music on, get drinks, okay, uh, talk to her for a while. And remember, the goal 
is not sex. Sex is inevitable. It's not the goal. The goal is to give the girl an amazing experience. This is uh, emotionally, physically, that's the goal. The goal is not to for you just to have sex. That's not the goal. That's just a byproduct. The goal is how can I make sure this woman has an amazing experience, getting to know me, the connection's awesome. That's the goal. And the byproduct, the result of that goal is going to be an amazing sexual experience. Yeah, I love it, man. I love it. Yeah, it's it's just so fascinating, all this stuff where guys like trying so much and they're like pushing. It's like, yo, number one, let's be honest. Let's be 100% real. If the woman doesn't want to do something, don't fucking do it. But at the same time, it's our job as a man to make a woman feel as comfortable as possible. And the thing is, she might have a lot of limiting beliefs around sex. Us as men have a lot of limiting beliefs around sex and like dating. Mm. And the thing is, we can just be there to help a woman to get through her limiting beliefs. And sometimes like, even like talking to you about this and I've done this, like really being genuine of like saying, like, I don't know if you say something similar like this. Like I'm like, and don't use this word for word. I'm like, yo i just want to like let you know you're at my house we hardly know each other but i really enjoy our connection i'll say something specifically that i like about this girl and what i really um and you can just see how much her walls drop because she goes fuck thank you so much and i really appreciate you being here with me and then all of a sudden it just feels like this bullshit like we both have to do something even she's got like a lot of sexual anxiety as well potentially oh fuck i hopefully i'm good in bed hopefully i touch him right hopefully i get to see him again so we take all that fucking stuff away then all of a sudden she goes oh she, as soon as she doesn't feel any pressure and she feels safe, that's going to help her feel more sexy as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, one, of a, one of women's biggest, biggest fears is that after sex, things are going to change. Yeah. So they're thinking that, okay, so um, after sex, maybe you're just going to tell them to go home. You're not, you don't like them. So because that's one of their biggest fears, you need to understand that that fear is going to be taken away if they understand that sex isn't all you want. Because then, basically, I want them to understand that, look, whether we have sex or not, that's irrelevant. I know it's going to happen eventually because we're just human beings and we both like each other. We're attracted to each other. But the mindset I'm getting across is whether sex happens, it doesn't matter because I like you and I want to get to know you more and more and more. So that always needs to, she needs to understand that. I'll even communicate this to her. I'll say things, not in these words, but I'll say things along the lines of, you know what, like, whether we have sex or not tonight, uh, and I might even say it in these exact words, whether we have sex or not tonight doesn't even matter because I like you, I like spending time with you, I like your personality. Don't get me wrong, you're super sexy and I want to have sex with you, but for me it doesn't matter when because I just enjoy getting to know you, I enjoy this experience. So she needs to understand that, look, even, even without sex, you still are there, you still want to talk to her, you still want to get to know her, you still want to have an experience with her, and sex is just something else to add to the experience, it's not the whole thing, because if it's the whole cake, then she's going to feel, look, all he wants is me for my body, he just wants to have sex, I'm not a slut, so she's going to be thinking all these things, but you need to understand that the sex is just the icing on top. It's an amazing part, but it's just the experience on top of getting to know her, finding out who she really is, sharing who you are, all of those things. Yeah, it's like it's like a fine line between, but this is what I believe as well. I want your opinion on this before we wrap things up. It's like basically making out to the girl, like it's not a big deal if we do have sex, mm. but sex is a big deal and I respect your fucking body as well. Yeah. That's why I've always felt that fine line because I used to go too much like, it's not a big deal to so like play it off like, what, it's not a big deal if we do anything like yeah. that but then I'd be like oh then take all that pressure off of going 
yo, no, I really want to do this with you. But at the same time, we've got all the time in the world and I can't wait to see you again. And if you don't fucking want to see the girl again, don't motherfucking say you want to see her again just cause, so you can get quote unquote laid. And then all Definitely. of a sudden you, you contact me and Gabriel I'm like, it worked, but now she's crazy. I'm like, no, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> you didn't actually listen to the context of what we're saying about how a woman wants, she actually wants to do this. It's kind of like sales. I'll bring it back to that. Most of the time, like our fucking clients, they want to do stuff with us, but they've been fucking ripped off by other fucking dating companies or um mm. or sexuality companies before and then they're scared to fucking invest their money where we're basically going making them feel comfortable and making them like show this is why you can trust our companies and what we do so we're just like um like hey this is what we can offer and then we have all these things to say like hey making them feel comfortable making you feel comfortable and then you go fucking thank you because our goal is to like make men fucking incredible to have the dating life they want or the sex life they want that's why we do this shit that's why we do these podcasts because yes we want to fucking work with you in the future yes we want to fucking take this area of your life to the next level if you get amazing value from this podcast or um, Gabriel's podcast we're fucking happy about that but we truly want to fucking see you take it to the place where you want where you come from an abundance in your sex life and your dating life and you're not coming from a place of like fear yeah 100 percent. i mean look that's what we want like we want you guys to understand exactly what you're doing in the bedroom understand exactly what you're doing to get the girl to the bedroom understand what you're doing on the date making sure that the girl is also having a great experience the whole way through because what guys tend to forget is it's not just about them having a good experience it's equally about how good of an experience is the woman having so we always want to make sure that happens so i agree Awesome, my man. Is there anything else you want to wrap up, even though we could talk all day about this? Yeah, no, like that's that's pretty much everything. Um, yeah, look, what I can share is um, I do have a free training that I put together, free web class, and it is basically how to learn all these powerful psychological techniques on and, and how to get consistent results with women. So I'm going to be teaching everything okay and it's going to be a web class it's coming up soon so just go to surgicalmethod.com and it's completely free you have to get your seat because there's limited seats so go to surgicalmethod.com and you're going to be learning how to use some powerful psychological techniques to get consistent results with women without having things like money fame okay six-pack all of those things so just get your seat before spots run out at surgicalmethod.com awesome highly recommend it and yeah this will change your fucking life. As I said, from the limited, um, com- sorry, not the limited, from the in-depth conversations I've had with Gabriel, he's definitely given me a new perspective on dating as well. Gabriel, it is fucking awesome. If you can't find Gabriel's stuff, just um, send me a message and I'll get you in contact with him ASAP. Awesome, awesome, bro. Um, thanks for having me and I hope you enjoyed it at home. I hope you, I gave you a lot of value and I hope you learned a lot. Yeah, with that all being said, remember, if this has really like stuck, struck a nerve for you and you're like going, fuck yeah, I'm going to go implement, please let us know. We'd love to hear about like what you can apply from this episode and you can go into your life and have the best sex life and get the women that you truly want. So with that being said, I'm Andrew Melk and this has been Gabriel Gray as well and we thank you so much for listening in today and yeah, awesome. We are out and we'll see you on the next episode. Thanks again, Gabe. Awesome.